Pickaxe. Hello and welcome to the Eurogamer Newscast and this week we're discussing the biggest Xbox leak in history. We're looking ahead to the Switch 2's potential launch lineup. We're asking why there are so many industry layoffs. Or at least that's what I would be saying if you're listening to the Eurogamer Newscast. Hello, I'm Tom, Eurogamer's editor and host of our weekly discussion podcast where we break down the biggest gaming news stories and share insight from our news reporting team. Head to your favorite podcast app now to listen. Just search Eurogamer Newscast. Episode 149 of the DNR Podcast is brought to you today by BattleBards. Guys, you may remember us talking about BattleBards a few months back during their Kickstarter. Well, now, as of February 1st, they are launching their site in beta form. That means you can go to BattleBards.com right now and register for free, and you can peruse hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of audio tracks. It is amazing stuff. It's all professional-grade quality stuff. People who have worked on cartoon shows, people who have worked in the industry for a long time, this is amazing stuff. And it is the perfect thing to spice up your home game if you're looking for just the right kind of soundscape to, to spice up the mood. If you're getting ready to go into some sort of ruin or dungeon, or you're looking for that boss monster sound, if you're looking for just weather effects, sailing at sea, all kinds of stuff. Seriously, you need to go there and peruse all this. And if you go there and you get some stuff, you can use these coupon codes just as a thank you from Battle Bards and us. You can get a bonus track. Uh, if you spend between $10 and $25, you use the coupon code D, the letter N, and R1, D-N-R-1, and you get a bonus track for free. DNR2 between $50 and $100, and you get five tracks. Use a coupon code DNR3 for $150 to $300 worth of things at checkout, and you get an entire album's worth of extra bonus content just for you. That's 10 tracks. Seriously, go to BattleBards.com, check it out. We're going to be talking about them for the next few weeks and going really in-depth on certain things. Go through their library and see what it's all about. BattleBards.com. Let's do that thing and go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, starting with Mac. Hi, I'm Mac, and I play Colin Volgaris, the Wild and Shaman. And Jamie. Hi, I'm Jamie. I play Corey, Forest Keeper, a Goliath Seeker. And Jasper. This is Jasper. I play Merrick Ethelred, Human Cleric. And Eric. Hi, I'm Eric, and I play Orden Kingshield, uh, Dwarf Knight. And Bree. Hi, I'm Brianna, and I play Thantos, the Gisarai Scion. So guys, last time, uh, we, we, we ended things a little precariously. You have been exploring this library. You, you made it there. You made it inside. Bit of a trial, uh, the entire thing. And slowly but surely, you're you're sort of finding some things out. Um, there uh, there appear to be some, let's call them ghost-like apparitions, kind of meandering about the place. You've seen a couple so far, and then a larger pack as you explored the rest of the library. Um, there are more books than you could probably ever read in your entire lifetime, and somewhere in here, you're guessing that there's there's some knowledge that's going to help you out on your, your, your current quest. More importantly than all of that, though, is the discovery of uh, some sort of rift in the back of this library. And this appears to have been quarantined and sealed off. There, uh, there's some sort of barrier around it. And uh, you know this because Thantos went to check it out. And... There were several uh, skittering uh, gray figures, and uh, they appeared to just be kind of skittering up uh, up thin air. And there was one more individual uh, 
uh, who who was, was different than all of those tiefling. So let's pick up right there. What would Thantos do at that point? Like having having taken this all in, there's been a couple of seconds to to see all this. Uh, what would Thantos be doing? And would the rest of the party just still be around the corner waiting? And if so, how long would they wait? I guess what she would do would kind of depend on the composure of the individual she is looking at. So if you could describe that, I could probably have a better idea. Calm doesn't even begin to describe. Almost as if this, this guy's taking a pleasant stroll. Like, doesn't, it's not phased by the, the skittering little demon-like objects around him. Just kind of walking around again, sort of tracing his fingers uh, up and down, like someone might do with uh, like a very serene, uh, like wishing well, something like like a pond. Just kind of like glide their hands across the water. That's that's what that's what this guy appears to be doing. Tiefling uh, looks to be you know not not middle aged, not quite there yet, but maybe you know in his thirties, somewhere in there. Looks looks wise again, very put together, <clears throat> very well dressed. Except for the nails. The nails are just really long and uh, sort of unkept, overgrown, almost like talons. And does he does he look to be completely physical? Whereas uh, the, yeah. the oh. uh, quote-unquote ghosts, they're totally ghosts. It's um, really bothering you that we're not calling them ghosts. <laughs> ghosts. Like, he looks different than the definitely ghosts. Oh, yeah. All the, everything beyond, uh, this barrier in this, uh, in this circular barrier here, everything inside looks to be corporeal. It looks to be very, like, physical. You could touch it. Except for the barrier in the way. But yeah, they look to be, uh, physical. And what do the gray things look like? Cause I'm imagining, like, little babies for some reason with, like, gross nails. Uh, picture, actually picture, um, like, tiny hunched over old men almost. Like, um, Sort of a cross between an old man and a really wrinkly dog with these, uh, you know, protruding gnarled teeth, uh, just sort of snapping and biting at the air. It almost looks as though they have cataracts. Their eyes are sort of glazed over with this white. Yeah, just, just, just kind of hunched over, very, very small hands, kind of uh, like T Rex arms. Gross. Yeah. Okay. Basically, you just described a labradoodle. I like <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty sure. <laughs> This actually taps into my hatred of that breed of dog. I fucking hate Labradoodles. No. Um, Sophie's part Labradoodle. No, I'm kidding. I love Sophie. Now um, she looks sadder than before. <laughs> that's not Sophie, possible. No. <laughs> There's one other thing you're noticing about them, and they um, they all appear beyond the uh, the tiefling gentleman. Um, all these little. Uh, demon-like creatures appear to be uh, very wet, almost almost slimy. Like someone hosed them down recently, but in like canola oil, like very very like kind of almost a greasy substance covering them. Ew. Um, all right, so Thantos would turn the corner, kind of, and she was going to punch. That was her go-to, uh, saying hello, really. But then she's going to kind of take in what is going on and take like a half step back, look mildly disgusted and then just kind of look up at the tiefling gentleman who I'm sure is just lovely (laughs) and just say, who the fuck are you? Like almost offended that he's here. Like she's mad at him for being here. (laughs) (laughs) Do me a favor, roll perception check. Okay. Perception. (laughs) Oh, 
I get to know all about this young gentleman who I know nothing about, and I'm sure, once again, is lovely. Well, here's the thing. What you're going to notice uh, right off the bat is that this person doesn't appear to be paying you any mind. Almost, um, he, he keeps making little noises uh, to himself. And the longer Thantos listens, <clears throat> it's almost as if he's humming a tune. And it appears as though he's just doing it to uh, to entertain himself. And he's going to walk up and down the length of this barrier, just, just tracing tracing his fingers and nails every once in a while. And he'll stop here and there and try to push outward. And then it, you can you can see that he's tensing up just a bit as if he's he's just checking checking the barrier up and down, just looking for weak spots, and then he'll go back and start tracing his hands again. You're going to notice that these uh, these demons are sort of following him, but not in any uh, not 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 like uh, like a pack or anything like that. More like more like someone walked into a coop of chickens and has food. Like they're sort of following him, but randomly, erratically. Um, but he is going to continue to do this and pay you no mind. Guess at that point she'd probably just repeat herself, but louder and angrier. Okay. So, before we jump to this, the rest of the group is going to hear her. I I, I can't imagine they're that far away. Um, right. They're just around the corner. So the party would know that there is someone there. Uh, what would what would the party be doing? Like, how would they react to that? Hmm. I I mean, I'm I'm certain that Merrick is completely creeped out by everything that's going on, and 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 specters or apparitions or whatever they might be uh, freaking him out a little bit. Uh, I think he's just like on high alert. So if he, if he hears something with Thantos just being, you know, Thantos, like who the fuck are you? <laughs> I think he'd probably actually feel a little bit at ease. Like, okay, this is, there's probably just somebody normal around. So, I mean, I think he would probably try to come around the corner, um, but I don't, I don't know what anybody else is up to. Have we actually lost sight of Thantos? Did they she turn would be the around corner? the corner? Yeah. Okay. Then Orden will advance and try to back her up with whatever's going to be coming on. Okay. So after the first time she says it, the it sounds like the group is is gonna start to round the corner. The second time she she raises her voice, this person is going to stop. Mid trace, his hand is going to just stop. And his head is going to tilt, uh, kind of awkwardly, almost like a dog that doesn't, uh, is trying, it looks like they're trying to hear you better, something like that. And his fluttering, unfocused eyes are going to sort of, you can, you can watch them trace up the floor and then looking at Thantos' general direction. And he's going to turn his nose up, and it appears as though he's sniffing the air. Just taking in one long breath. And then after a moment, uh, I would say at this point the party would be, you know, had, had rounded the corner and, and uh, would be with Thantos. He's going to open his mouth and there's kind of, um, uh, like, like, uh, sticky, like, tendrils almost. Like, uh, someone has a really dry mouth. Like, there's, like, strands of saliva. She's. Not 
with you. And he appears to be quite frustrated. Like all of a sudden it just kind of comes on. And he's going to be taking the party in and, and, and looking at each one of you. Can could we all hear that, or is he sort of saying that uh, sort of quietly? It's it's quiet, but it's there's nothing else going on in this in this place, and uh, the acoustics are such that it kind of echoes when you when you do anything. Uh, so it wouldn't it would not be hard to uh, to pick this up. I would say the party heard it, unless you're actively covering your ears. Would Thantos know what a tiefling is? Oh yeah. Okay, just yeah. checking. Yeah, they exist on. Uh, on every continent, for the most part. Right. They're not as plentiful on certain continents, but yeah. How how close is Thantos to this? It, is this? I'm imagining this as a as a column, right? Of of like a force field, right? Yeah, something like that. More a more a bubble. Okay. Okay. Um, how close would Thantos be, like feet wise? Um, probably within, like, two feet, because, like, when she turned the corner, she was right there, and then she took that, like, little half step back. Okay. But she's not going to give any more ground. Okay, so she's definitely within arm's reach of it. Like, if she reached out, she could yeah. touch it if she wanted to. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, so with with that in mind, and with Merrick just coming around the corner, sort of just digesting all of this that he sees in front of him, I think he would, again, he's, he's, he's like, super ready, he's got his weapon in, in, in his hand, with his with his free hand, I think he would try to not grab Thantos, but just sort of kind of like put his hand and and sort of pull back, like like let's let's be like careful, careful, right? And try to just kind of back everyone a little bit away mm-hmm. from from the from the barrier from the from the edge of this thing. Um, I don't know how Thantos would react to that, but it, it certainly wouldn't be aggressive. Um, she would put up a little bit of a fight at first, like she wouldn't want to give up the ground, but she will then realize it's probably a good idea and back up a little yeah, bit. If there's any look, he would, Merrick would give me, be like, it's cool, it's cool, just let's, you know, let's, let's get back a little bit. Merrick's gonna look directly at, at this, this tiefling, and he's actually gonna say to Thantos and, and, and to the rest of the, of the party, First of all, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but he, but he's not he's not breaking gaze with with the tiefling. And then second of all, he's going to, uh, th- then he's going to say, second of all, who isn't with us? I can smell her on you. It wasn't long ago she was with you, was it? Days, maybe a week. That means she's close. Where is she? Ugh. Ugh. I can't. I can't <laughs> express to you. I. I don't even know how to describe this, but it, Merrick has the same look that I have on my face, which is complete and utter, creeped out. And what the fuck? Ugh. Um. <laughs> I believe Kaluna already had Pig summoned, so they're just going to. Sort of- <laughs> have him sort of inch forward some sort of, you know, like this guy's fucking weird, keep him away from me it was a good song, I liked it (laughs) (laughs) thank you, it's gonna be on my my new album um, Santos is just going to look up at Merrick kind of, same look of disgust um, 
but also maybe a little tinge of fear in the eyes. And she's just going to kind of give him a, like, huff in the tiefling's direction. Be like, he's crazy. Let's just go. I, I completely agree. Um, but I'm, I can't help it. I'm super curious. This is the most fucked up individual I think I've ever been around. And I've only been around him for 30 seconds. Um... (laughs) Who in the world is he looking for? I mean, I think there is something captivating. Like, com- like, what is going on? It's like, it's like that crazy homeless person that is talking about having a potato in his pants. And it's you're like, so fucked up. It's like a yeah. car wreck. It's like a <laughs> human car wreck. <laughs> and you're like, wow, not in your pants. Well, well, well he's talking about the homeless guy right now. Oh, yeah, okay, like the so. fictional homeless person that we just made up. <laughs> I don't see. I don't know what's so weird about potato in your pants. I mean, it's perfectly okay size. No, it's totally fine. <laughs> if you were it's... a watermelon, it'd be different. Like, if you were like a yam. <laughs> it's not that there is one. It's that they're talking about it. Right. Like, gotcha. I have a potato in my pants. I've got a potato in my pants. Uh, huh. Why do you have a potato in your pants? I'm sorry. I have to ask. Um, what? I, I don't even know what to do. This is. All right. First of all, we. What the fuck is this? Does anybody know what's going on here? Just, ah. Like, I don't know what this person is or what they need, what they're looking for. Uh, Phantos, anybody? Does anybody? Corey? What's, what is this? Can we roll a check of some sort? I mean, is there anything that, that, well, let's I mean, see. From, from a character point of view, that would be like, what the hell? Here's, this? here's the thing. Now, I would let everyone roll a history check. Now, for some of you, the check is going to be a lot lower than the others. Um, for Merrick and Kaluna, the check is going to be fairly minimal because they spent a lot of time around Jatsia and the group and lived in, in Darmok's house. It wouldn't take a rocket scientist to take all of the descriptions of this person and go, wait. Um, now, for Thantos, Orden, and Cory, it might be a little bit tougher. Um, for, for Orden and Thantos specifically, it's going to be tougher. Uh, for Cory, it'd be a little less tough. So, everyone do me a favor, roll a history check. Whoa. Oh. I'm really? Oh, oops, that's the wrong one. Hold up. <laughs> I can't. I can't. You're not crit- healing. I crit missed. <laughs> hey! <so> you <laughs> got better. <laughs> wow. I know all about this fella named Darmok, even though I come from a completely different... <laughs> like, I just got here, but I heard about this dude. Actually, Merrick, you told me, but I guess you forgot. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just imagining that Merrick right now is in uh, complete... Shock? Shock and creeped out and also probably worried about everything that's going on. So I don't know, but he crit missed like a mother... As this, this individual standing here in front of you, um, again, it, it, there's something in his eyes. If you ever looked into a person's eyes and realized that they, they just aren't all there, like instantly there's something, something behind those eyes that you go, wow, you, there's something off. Like you could tell they're either heavily medicated or probably should be heavily medicated. They're unfocused and just sort of glancing, kind of pinballing from face to face. He seems to specifically be settling on Merrick, though. And as he's looking 
he's going to reach down with his hand, and uh, one of these these little uh, demon-like creatures is going to be standing there, and the the demon creature too, his eyes are unfocused, but it it looks more like they may be uh, like maybe like blind, something like that. There's something wrong with them. There's a lot wrong with them, but vision-wise, they they sort of glance around constantly. And he's going to take his hand and slide it over the skull of this thing. And after a few seconds, you're realizing he's petting it. Just kind of absentmindedly. And there's going to be this um, this this slick kind of uh, slathering sound as his hand rubs against this bald skull uh, of this creature. Um, almost like someone's rubbing butter over a basketball. Something like that. <laughs> And one of you would kind of start piecing this together, and that'd be Kaluna. As impossible as this sounds, the description that she's heard of Darmok, combined with you know some of the stories I'm sure that she's heard from the party, whether it be from you know uh, Jadzia or Una or, or whoever had been in the party previous, um, combined with maybe seeing something in the house, be it pictures or artwork, something. This looks and then you know description wise sounds a lot like Darmok. Kaluna is going to uh I imagine Kaluna was sort of standing behind everyone else. She's sort of like they're so uncomfortable in this entire place. Um, but they're going to sort of reach out to Merrick and just sort of grab on to what he's wearing and just sort of tug on him, like almost frantically, but they're sort of trying to stay calm. <laughs> and they're going to say, We need to leave. Kaluna would sort of... They don't have pupils, so I guess it doesn't matter, but uh, their eyes are going to sort of dart back and forth between Merrick and Darmok. And they're going to say, We think... We think that's the husband. The one, the one that you said. And, you know, they're just sort of... They're trying to use yeah. words, but they can't. No, the thing is, is that I, I remember that this was the big question yep. long ago, right? I, rem- <laughs> I remember that Kaluna, after the whole Darmok and, and Jadzia stuff first came up, Kaluna was like, um, Merrick, what's a husband? It's like, actually, this is really complicated with this story. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I honestly think, unless there's anything that I should roll for this, I, I honestly think Merrick would probably key directly into that. If that's something that Kaluna says. Um, I, I would say, yeah. Yeah, it'd be like, husband, oh, wait, what? Um, uh, I, th- I guess Merrick would just piece it together, um, unless there's any- anything anything wrong with that. I think he would look back and forth uh, between Kaluna and this tiefling gentleman and uh, put two and two together. Uh, yes, we do need to get out of here. Basic Merrick's going to just start trying to push people back, like um, like okay, show's over, kind of a thing. All right, and just like. Go, 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 go. Just retreat, retreat, retreat. Down the stacks, wherever, wherever they can go. Away from this, this gentleman and the bubble. Kaluna will briskly walk away. The second that you start to walk away from this bubble, he's going to start to elevate his voice. And with the hand that's not uh, stroking this this uh, gray creature. He's going to 
sort of brace himself against this bubble. You know where she is. You tell her I'm coming. He can't protect her forever, and when I get free, we are going to be one again. And as you back up, he's going to continue to raise his voice. You tell her I'm coming. Yep, walking fast. <laughs> walking fast. Um, Merrick's going to be, you know, as everybody's going away, he's going to be staring at this tiefling gentleman and backing up away, just making sure everybody's, you know. Do me a favor. Um, Merrick, roll a perception check for me. Mm. As you're backing up, and uh, this gentleman is elevating his voice because he wants to make sure that you hear him. He stopped stroking uh, this, this, this little gray creature with his right hand. And what he's done is you're going to, you're going to hear a sound and it, uh, it sounds kind of like, uh, like a, like a, like a scraping almost. And Merrick's going to glance down for just a second and realize that he's taken his two, uh, he's taken his index finger and middle finger, and he's boring into this thing's skull. Ah, uh, Jesus! Almost like um, like an overripe pumpkin or melon, something like that. His it's going to effortlessly glide as he drills into this this thing's skull, and this creature's going to open its mouth almost like it's in agony, and then just sort of slump over. And he's going to retract his fingers, and there's going to be some sort of um, some sort of uh, slimy, pulpy matter. Uh, it's kind of a grayish pink. And he's doing this almost as if he's he's not noticing he's doing it. He is locked on Merrick. And <clears throat> before you round the corner, he is going to turn and violently lash out at these things. And in one swift motion, you are going to see this bubble from within ignite in flames. And unless you're going to stand there, and, and are you going to continue to round the corner or just? I, I mean, I think we just keep going. But I do one one perception question. Mm -hmm. if, if from within that bubble, if everything's sort of igniting and, and you know, uh, uh, Darmok tantruming, mm -hmm. is there any sense that the bubble itself is... Uh, wavering. It looks like the flames are completely contained Okay. in this thing. And as you round the corner, that's the last thing you're going to see. You're going to hear uh, you're going to hear him scream and uh, you're going to hear these things skitter and, and try to run uh, and let out these horrible screams. Um, and then one by one, they're going to go silent. And eventually... Uh, the fire's going to die down, or at least sound like it's died down. And then it's just going to be stark quiet in here. Okay, so, question, too, about... Uh, there was a sculpted mural, mm -hmm. and we've got the the apparitions. Yeah. 
I'm trying to get a sense of the layout of, of where we are because okay. I know so, we've been, I know there's a lot of stacks and there's the rift and everything, but I'm just right. trying to see where everything is. Uh, the mirror would be behind you. If you're rounding the corner, you'd be heading back toward that. Okay. Um, so the way it works is if you were to head back toward the mural, um, there's going to be a passageway on your left. And that would lead back to the main portion of the library where you came from. Uh, if you continue to head straight, then that'll take you to, to where that mural was. Okay. All right. Just drawing shit out. Mm-hmm. No problem. Okay. Um, How would the rest of the party be reacting to all this? Yeah. Well... <laughs> Uh, Kaluna would have their totem like clutched to their chest in both hands, and they're uh, they're like shaking. And as Merrick rounds the corner, they're going to give him a look like, "Can we please fucking leave?" I think Orden's going to be looking back and forth between Merrick and Kaluna because uh, that exchange back there made no sense. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> Most so of Kaluna's I- exchanges don't. I'll eventually settle on Merrick. And ask, who was that? Uh, let's 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 find a place to settle down for just a second, and 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 then we can we can just rest and explain everything. Um, but I feel like there there's probably some way that we can find our way back to the stacks that we could find like a whatever felt like a safe place. I mean, I know we're in a dungeony library thing with maybe a hellmouth, but you know what I mean by safe. Mm-hmm. Um, is there something like that that's, that's far enough away that we feel like okay, we're, we're... the living quarters. We um, could do that. Yep, that... that is totally an option. There's also uh, there's also a seating area where there are long tables and uh, chairs and books and things like that that uh, was clearly used for research. Well, that would be kind of out in the open, right? A little bit, yes. like we would. I think that's not a bad idea because I'd rather do that than be caught in a corridor or or or, or in a room or something like that. So I'd. I'd rather be out in the middle of everything just so that we could keep our wits about us. Would that okay. be reasonable? That, that That's up to everybody. The group, but I, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, like if okay. we're coming back that way and we find it, like, it's like, how about, like, how about here? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds okay to me. All right. So if we can all sort of sit, or sit down around like the, the library, <laughs> library, <laughs> Tables. So you're going to move back. You're going to move back to the stacks from from where you came, and uh, eventually you're going to get back to the the main portion, like the big open area of this library. And you are going to uh, you're you're going to seemingly be alone because on the way back you're 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 all going to notice that you don't see any more of those those apparition like beings. As soon as you rounded the corner, they appear to be missing, gone. Good. But you're you're all going to make it back, and there are uh, there are tables and, and and chairs, places to sit down, things like that. Okay. Kaluna will sit under a chair. Can Kaluna uh, fit under a chair? I was about to say, huh? Kaluna is almost they can, like they can crumple up a lot. <laughs> Their headpiece alone is like. I mean, yeah, that'll that'll hit on the chair, but they can they can. I imagine that chair is just like sitting on top of Kaluna's head. Right. Like none of the none of the actual legs are hitting the floor; it's just kind of balancing precariously. And, and like I don't shaking. Think out strong of fear. enough to hold up a chair. It's very yeah. Scooby Doo. It's very Scooby Doo. It is. I don't know. I I just feel like we're all huddle close, but keep our wits about us. And and I mean, I don't think Merrick feels completely safe, so he's got his weapon in hand still. Okay. Uh. Orden, uh, and everybody 
okay, that, okay, remember how I told you that there was a possible demon army that kind of in a matter of weeks could potentially take over the world? Not easy um, to, it's, it's kind of hard to forget that, yes. Well, you know, there are demons, and then there are bad people, and then there are these rare individuals that are kind of, they kind of transcend all of that. Uh, and this was one of them. Um, his name is Darmok. Uh, it's complicated, but, uh, we have a friend. Uh, he's gonna look at Kaluna and, and look around at everybody. And, uh, Darmok is kind of obsessed with her and maybe wasn't really a great person to her. He's insane and he's very powerful and he's dangerous. Um, there was an incident where, and I say rightfully so, I wasn't there, but I kind of got the idea. He was kind of killed. And honestly, his soul was kind of kept around. It's complicated. The bottom line is, there's a really bad other demon that now has his soul. And anyway, that's him. He's dangerous. This isn't good is my point. And it looks like he's still obsessed. Uh, that's basically the story. Uh, Orden, um, Kaluna's right to want to get away as soon as they figured out who he was. He's like I said, transcendent when it comes to, the kind of power he has and the kind of influence he has. Whoever got his soul and whoever's coming up with a demon army, they have their star soul right there. And I, I guess with that, Merrick's just going to collapse onto a chair or something and kind of throw his hands up like, I don't know what the fuck to do now. Kaluna knew the name of that weird demon dude, right? think so they would supply that name just sort of like as a little addendum like yeah that guy his name was this <laughs> right uh this is basically why we're here not darmok specifically but the fact that darmok's part of this thing and was his soul was taken by velnor this isn't good this means things are escalating the way we expected them to escalate, but we're basically getting confirmation that this is the shit. Um, does anybody know how many days we have before D-Day? Did you ask that? Like, in character? Yeah. Uh, no. Here's the thing. It was always kept very loose. Uh, what you guys were told originally were, was three months, but it was never... It was never uh, flat out said. It's like, oh, on this day specifically. Right. So you're not exactly sure. Ugh. I don't like confusion. I need to know the hour. I need to know the day. I need well, to know what the weather's going to be like. You may find out a bit more. <laughs> so we, yeah, we have weeks. And it looks like not only did we get a clue from Julie, but we may have found the place where things are going to sort of go down. And frankly, everybody, I'm at a loss. I don't know what to do. 
I thought we were going to find some information, sure, but what do we do? You have a very obsessed tiefling back there. I don't know who this person is they're looking for, but it sounds like you might be able to barter with some information. Hmm. It's not a bad move. Ugh, but I have to go talk to him again. Kaluna will pipe up from under the chair. (laughs) You're not going to tell him where she is, are you? Hell no, that's not going to happen. And the last thing that's ever going to happen on Theria is that Darmok's going to get back to Jadzia. That's for sure. Would everyone sitting at the table do me a favor and roll a perception check? No. Certainly. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, sitting at this table... It's it's kind of covered in 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 books. Uh, one or two of them are already open, and um, there there are sort of various uh, papers and things scattered about. It looks like someone was taking notes, um, that type of thing, which which appeared to be a really common practice here. Uh, maybe passages or uh, chapters, something like that, kind of bookmarked and highlighted. It's like, oh, this might be important, that type of thing. Um, sitting among the papers, and. Uh, Merrick and Thantos would notice this eventually. Uh, a lot of these, a lot of these papers uh, appear to be uh, older, and uh, any of the any of the research documents, the actual books, appear to be much older than the paper that these uh, these people were writing on. Uh, there is one piece of paper here that appeared to be, um, you know, not 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 really notes. It appeared to be more of a personal thing, uh, and Merrick and Thantos would notice this. So. Um, would either one of you reach for it to read it, or is this just a thing you'd sort of address the party and like, oh, hey, look. Santos would probably reach for it because as... I'm not sure if anyone remembers being a child, but as the adults are talking, you get bored. <laughs> so I actually imagine that she would reach out to the nearest thing, like, what's this? I'm bored. Probably also because you don't have a tie to Jadzio or... Blah, or, blah, blah. Yeah, end yeah. of the yeah, world. Like... Blah. Yeah, this is like total story stuff that doesn't make any difference to Thantos. Actually, I was getting bored with myself talking anyway. <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm gonna read this quietly to myself while you guys continue to discuss whatever you're fucking talking about. Um, well, Merrick noticed it too, so he's gonna be like, what's that? Oh, shit. Um, Santos is gonna like slowly lower the parchment and look up at Merrick. They all died in here. And then she'll hand it to him so he can read the fucking novel that Jason fucking... (laughs) As he grabs it, he's going to say, who's they? They locked them in. He's just, he's going to sort of like, like do a quick scan of it first to see if there's anything like super, super important. They're just going to say, fuck it, fuck it. Okay. Um, Keeper Lindsay, I have noted your objections time and time again. Yes, mistakes were made, but the best we can do is learn from these unfortunate events and move forward accordingly. The knowledge we hold within these walls must be preserved and protected at all costs. Yeah, yeah. If some of these things were ever to ever see the light of day again, it would cause great pain, suffering, and destruction. You also know that while the rift has been contained, he's going to sort of, you know, inflect as he gets to interesting things for the party. And we all have all of the faith that the barrier will hold. It would be irresponsible to allow anyone in or out of this place. Thus, I must decline your request to take your leave of us. You will be expected to continue to perform your duties just as you always have. 
the dwarf king and his people will be sealing the outer door in one month's time. We will be staying here for the duration. I will consider the matter closed and will hear no more talk of you exiting this place in any capacity. Headkeeper Kendra. So they did die in this place. So, so they sealed the outer door. So the dwarf king and his people sealed the outer door. That's, that's what we broke through to get in here, right? Santos's eyes are going to scan the ground and like the nearby area. And after a second, she's just going to say, where are all the bodies? Well, it's like how you don't see squirrel bodies all over the place, right? <laughs> it's like, you know, bacteria. <laughs> That's something we would have fucking noticed. <laughs> well, I mean, until then, it wasn't even clear to me that there had been anybody that died here. I mean, I know that there are apparitions, there are ghosts, but that could have been anything. I don't know. Can, can Kaluna, like, this is going to be weird, but can Kaluna, like, sniff at the air to see if they smell, like, dead things? Um, I think that would be part of the perception check where, where I told you what the air smelled like as you entered. Um, okay, yeah, I was just like... It is stale and kind of musty, but uh, you would notice dead bodies. Like, you would definitely notice that smell. Um, yeah, so Kaluna will still sniff at the air and just sort of look really confused and unsettled. <laughs> just like, okay. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, in this room where you are now, um, there are a few offshoots. Uh, to the main portion of the library. There are a couple of corridors. Uh, sitting to these would be... Uh, a, like a st- It looks to be a smaller corridor uh, leading to some room. And then there's the living area, which is kind of uh, offset from everything else. It's kind of, kind of inset. Uh, and then um, there's, of course, the way you just came from, where the mural and that rift. Uh, and then there's back the way you came, uh, which would be the exit. And then, of course, there's the... The, the copious amount of books and, and, and stacks. I mean, I uh, guess Orton's going to be getting up and pacing a little bit at this point, not leaving the area, but uh, he wants to take a look down this corridor where there's this other room is located, okay. the one we haven't looked at. So if I if I focus down there, can I see anything that... Well, what it looks to be... Go ahead and roll perception for me, please. Absolutely. Um, what it looks like is uh, a shorter hallway, not 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 crazy long. Uh, and at the end of it is uh, another set of big double doors uh, that are closed. And then um, along the sides um, are just sort of like mild decorations, that type of thing. And it's really close to where the living quarters are. Actually, everyone do me a favor and roll a perception check. <laughs> oh, my. That's actually not too, too bad. So I'm guessing everyone's kind of taking in this this area and, and looking around. Just This is one of the, um, after the after the encounter with Darmok, I imagine everyone's just sort of like taking uh, taking in the, the area. It's like, okay, well, let's really start scoping this place out. It does appear as though there's a rhyme and a reason to the way things are placed. Like you were in that one corridor uh, near the, the, the tiefling mural, and a lot of the books were about tieflings. So that that seems to be some correlation there. And the book stopped near the rift, probably to protect what was there. 
And then uh, there does appear to be, like, you, you, you encountered an area that was just about Valnor, so that was kind of its own section. So it does appear that there is some sort of rhyme or reason. Merrick and Kaluna are going to feel something. They're going to feel the air shift again. And it's going to feel like there's a gentle breeze kind of caressing them. And it's going to feel very cool. And looking around, near this living section, you're going to see that same woman again. And it appears as though she is going to bend down and place something near one of the one of the beds. And then she's going to look around and start to walk away. And then she's just going to disappear. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, and and nobody else noticed that. Just just, just, just Merrick and Kaluna that time. It, it it was over in a second. Right. I think when Kaluna feels the breeze. They're definitely going to skitter out from under their chair like shit, 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 shit. What the fuck is that? Um, and then they're going to sort of look around at everyone else to see if they noticed the thing. Uh, how far away would would that have been? Like roughly? Um, that would be that would be probably about fifty, sixty feet away, somewhere in okay. there. It's it's a good right. distance away. Um, Merrick's just gonna he's gonna go straight over to where where he wants to see what this this apparition was messing with um if it's something from the past if it's something that's happening now just to see if there's anything there Kaluna will go with him buddy system uh this is not secret this is not like you know slinking off from everybody else this is just more like single-minded just going for it but right but you know nobody's gonna be like where the hell Merrick go right and I'm imagining everyone else is just kind of chilling near the table right now mm-hmm uh, Orton, Orton's not much for chilling right now. Uh, right. He was checking out that corridor, look, looking over there. Right. If they start heading off toward the living area, that's kind of where I was looking anyway. Okay. They're kind of adjacent to one another, so I guess I'll stick with them for right now. Okay. Santos will probably follow then if the majority of the group is going in that direction. Okay. This living area, again, all the beds appear to be made, um, except for one. But that is not where this this young lady appeared to be bending down. It was one of the other beds that were just you know very you know, very meticulously made, almost a military style. Like very, I mean, all the corners are tucked in. Everything's very rigidly manicured and made up. Um, everyone, do me a favor. Roll a perception check as you get closer to this area. As you get closer near the area where this this woman appeared to be bending down. There's going to be another bit of parchment sticking out from one of the pillows. Uh, just out from under uh, one of the pillows. the One of the well-manicured ones. One of the well-made-up ones. I mean, as soon as Merrick would, would see anything like that, he, he would try to grab it. Is this is this where she was bending down, or is this just in that area? Uh, this looked to be where she was bending down. Like, maybe okay. she was putting something there that might have been the note. That's what I'm trying to get a feel for, is that was this, like... Would this have been the thing that was being messed with? Okay, mm-hmm. but yeah, he'll he'll grab it. Is is everybody kind of crowded around? I would say yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I mean, in fact, there's... if Santos notices you pick something up, then she would kind of try to get on her tiptoes and try to read yeah. it over your shoulder. He, he, Merrick's just going to go straight for it and read it. Like like it's almost like just finding clue after clue after clue. Right. So it's just like okay, Zoinkies. I combine zoinks and jinkies. I was about to say, zoinkies is nuts. <laughs> it is I didn't now. know which character I wanted to mimic, so I did both <laughs> at the same time. It didn't work out. Let's just move on. 
Joshua, uh, I don't think I can stand it much longer. They just won't listen to reason. This place was started as a haven for knowledge, not a prison for it. What good does collecting all this do if we aren't going to share it with the world? I can understand protecting it, but to simply seal ourselves off from everything is insane. I've talked to the head keeper about this, and I'm hoping she sees reason. Ever since we sealed off the opening, I've had this terrible feeling in the pit of my stomach. I feel like something terrible is coming. I just don't know what or when. If I'm allowed to leave, I want you to come with me. I know she's your mother, but as long as we remain here, you know she won't let us be together. Please give it some thought. I love you, L. Uh, okay, so can anybody make heads or tails of this stuff? I mean, I, I get it. There's 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 a soap opera happening. There's drama happening. I get that people were, were sealed up here, but what can we do with this information? Right now, I'm worried about the dead guy. She's going to look back over her shoulder at that corridor the other way. Darmok? That dead guy? That dead guy. <laughs> yeah, we... We should all be pretty worried about him. Uh, and where the bodies went, also a concern. Also a concern. Noted. Absolutely. Um, they they sealed off this opening, and I'm assuming that's the bubble that Darmok and his creepy crawlies are, are sitting in. But even this person, L, feels like something terrible is coming. I just don't know what or when. Jason? Mm-hmm. What kind of check would it be to figure out how long it's been since people have been here? I feel like that might be a perception check. Go ahead and roll a perception check for me. So you can start putting the pieces together. Here's the thing. It's really tough to figure out because you don't see any bodies. All of the the books here are, are coated in dust. However, where you guys were just sitting... And these beds, um, while while they're immaculately made, don't appear to have been used in a very, very long time. Uh, there is a thick layer of dust covering everything in this place. You're guessing that it's been probably over a century before anyone has been in here moving around. Right. So it stands to reason they weren't trying to lock Darmok away. Yeah. That was, that was less than a century ago. <laughs> <laughs> If I had to hazard a guess. (laughs) More like a Uh, month? Hey, Orden. Yes? In the, uh, in the note a little bit earlier, it said something about that the dwarf king and his people would be sealing the outer door in a month's time. Did you have any sense when we were outside how long this thing's been shut up? Uh, Jason? Ooh, okay. Here's what we're gonna do. Orden. I'm going to give you the option to um, to roll a history check, or um, you can just roll like a standard like perception check. Okay. Um, Would he get a bonus to the history he's going check? To get, because yes. that's that's the thing. Uh, whatever you roll, I'm going to give you a plus three to it because you were you're a dwarven and come from Stone's Under. Okay. Um, I guess perception is what I'm going to roll here. Okay. And that's with the plus three. Okay. Okay. So we're just going to think back to uh, to the opening in the construction. And while it, it, it doesn't... It, the thing is, that, that, that seal didn't reek 
of, of dwarven architecture. It's it's something that would have been from a bygone era. Like not that, that's not those aren't techniques that that uh, dwarves use today. Um, if he had to hazard a guess, it, it's probably been at least a couple of centuries since since you know any dwarf would use that uh, that 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 type of style for those brackets. Um, the stairs. Uh, on the other hand, we're definitely dwarven, so there is some sort of tie there. But if it was done by dwarves, it was done a long time ago. I'm assuming that's communicated. Yes, I relay all that. <laughs> um, okay, we're following a we're following a story from a long, long time ago. Everybody, uh, good news is. Does mean that whatever they did to shut off this rift has been holding for a good long while, and it doesn't seem at this point to be to look like it's breaking. That said, there's a darmok at the top of it, and I'm not comfortable with that. Okay. Uh, Jason, mm-hmm. uh, looking around this room while everyone's trying to figure this out, um, Orton's going to be a little. Again, antsy here. Um, are there any foot lockers or closets or any like personal possession type containers? Uh, there are foot lockers. Um, they're kind of kept away from the beds, um, and they do appear that that would be where people put their personal possessions, something like that. It, it wouldn't be uh, hard to hazard a guess. Uh, can I head over there and uh, try to open one? Uh, you sure can. Picking, picking one of the random ones, they're not locked. None of them appear to uh, be locked or have uh, have any apparatus like to, to house a lock. And Orden's going to lift the uh, lift the lid to one of these, and all that is going to be inside is uh, is a picture. Um, do me a favor, roll a perception check for me. Eighteen. Okay. Um, that picture is going to look really similar to one of the apparitions you saw near the uh, near that mural. Okay. Um, at that, I'd like to flip open some more and see if that's what's in each of these. You sure can. Going down the line, in each one of them, there appears to be a similar a, a similar picture, like a sketch of each each person. And at first, Orden's going to. Uh, at first, we're just going to kind of think, okay, well, that that maybe designates whose locker this is supposed to be. And as 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 you go down the line, the sketches get um, a little a little rougher every once in a while. Uh, you'll open one, and and the sketch is a little more uh, a little more haphazardly drawn, something like that. Um, one is of uh, like a, a younger-looking blonde uh, guy. Um, there's a couple of half-elf women. There's uh, there's one that appears to be an older-looking woman, and then at the end of it, there's one last footlocker. And when Orden lifts that one up, there's going to be a bunch of personal possessions in there and no picture. Um, and there appear to be robes, and uh, there there appears to be uh, like little little personal effects, things like that, like a locket, and. Um, no weapons, no no armor, no nothing like that. And you are going to find another note. Okay. Totally up to you if you want to pick it up. I will pick up the note. 
reading through this, I will pass it over to Merrick. Okay. I like that Merrick's the designated reader. Uh, so, great. Mer- so Merrick's got a stack of parchment <laughs> that he's just carrying with this point. Okay, another he's one. He's just stuffing them into pieces of his armor. Right. Just... I'm so sorry, Lindsay. I tried to talk her ab- to her about this, but she won't budge. She says that we just can't risk the welfare of Theria. There's a part of me that can see things from her side. The more we find out about the seal, the more I feel like it's going to be a problem one day. Believe me, I wish that wasn't true. I know what you're planning on doing, and I'm begging you to reconsider. I can talk to her again in a few weeks once she's calmed down about all of this. We can make this work. You know I can't just abandon her here, though. It would crush her. I can't go with you until this is resolved. Please don't leave me behind. Joshua. So the more we find out about the seal, the more I feel like it's going to be a problem one day. Hmm. Uh, Jason, um, does this feel like it's Lindsay's locker or Joshua's based on what's in um, there? This appears to be, uh, this appears to be like a boy's locker. Okay. Can I uh, can I actually pick up one of the other portraits from one of the other uh, the one next to it? I suppose uh, pick it up, look at the back, see if there's anything special about it. Um, sure. the The rest of them appear to be just a front sided sketch, like just a just a rough sketch. Um, there there appear to be two two younger gentlemen. Um, one with uh, one with darker hair, one with like lighter hair, probably blonde, something like that. Uh, a couple of older-looking gentlemen, uh, like middle-aged, something like that, like handsome mustachioed guys, um, and then there, the, the rest of them appear to be female. Like a majority of this group appear to be female. Okay. Can Santa start kind of rummaging through lockers as well, just trying to find anything of interest in any of sure. them? Not notes specifically. Just like, anything just... of interest. Sure. Literally, yeah, just. Because she is just standing there. Um, do me a favor, roll so. perception. 30? Um, a lot of these... So they're they're all bare empty, except for the sketches in each one of them. And they appear to be placed uh, specifically in the center. Uh, just, just uh, like, someone, like, took a little time. It wasn't just haphazardly thrown in. It was placed in the center. Um, the one with, with possession still uh, in it, uh, the the one with the with stuff still in it, it does appear to be a boy's locker, and it seems as though that the note that was in there appears to have been sort of stuffed behind some things, like underneath some things. Uh, the rest of it's just clothing and little personal effects. Thantos, actually, everyone else in the party, do me a favor, roll perception. Hmm. Okay. Everyone except for Orden. Um, is going to hear a noise. And what it sounds like is a... It sounds like someone's sliding out a chair from across the room. Punch, 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 punch. Um, Dantos will grab the letter that she found stopped and, like, without even looking at it, immediately turn to the source of the noise. Yep, turn to the noise. Helen will jump spin. (laughs) Is it... Is it within visual range or we no, have no, to walk towards it? No, it's within visual it? range. It's back where you came from, it sounds like. All right, so we could be able to see right. it, technically. All right, Phantos uh, will charge. Do me a favor. Roll a charge. 
Well, that's my charge. Uh, she didn't charge very well. <laughs> um, what it what it looks like is that same that same girl again, but 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 kind of sitting. Um, and it looks like she's she's holding something, um, and you can you can see her body, kind of, you can see it shake just a bit. And there's going to be a figure come up from behind her. It looks like, it looks like a like a blonde guy, like a younger looking blonde guy, like probably in his late teens, something like that. And he's going to come up from behind her and gently wrap his arms around her, just kind of like hugging her. And then they're both going to disappear. Phantos will calm down. And uh, once they're completely gone, she'll read the note that she found. Wait, what happened? Hmm? What you happened? said that there. You said that there was a note. Oh, the note up. that you had already found. Was, yes. that's that's what I was saying. Yeah, the um, I'm talking about the note that was already read, the one that Orden found. Oh, that that's like where it, it was. Been stuffed. Okay, yeah, that's all the, right. Yeah. I gotcha. I thought I found another one. No, I'm sorry. I should have been clearer. That's okay. Quick question. Mm-hmm. Um, this might be more of a religious thing, but do Wilden in particular? Have any superstitions about, you know, fucking with the shit that belongs to the dead? Ooh, do me a favor. You can roll a history. Actually, you Why can roll a history Why do I need to roll a history? Because it's important. You asked a very important question. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Don't! <laughs> Stop it right the fuck now! It's too late. Yay! If you written by the dead, you will immediately die. Is, uh... Cool. There is, hmm, there is a very wide streak within the Wilden uh, community because of where they live. They live in the Silver Glade. To the Wilden and the Wilden alone, God, there is a, <laughs> there is a famous Aladrin crypt in the Silver Glade, deep in the Silver Glade. This has been long forgotten, probably by everyone except the Eladrin, and the Eladrin are gone. So the Wilden are the only other community that know about this. And it is considered very bad mojo to disturb something like that. It, that, that, that crypt specifically has been, uh, to the Wilden, considered to be off-limits, uh, haunted, for lack of a better term, cursed, not to be touched. So I would say to Kaluna, anything involving the the afterlife on this level, fucking with any of this is is no bueno. And just related, because I know uh are Wilden and Eladrin on good or bad terms? I can't remember. Um, they weren't on bad terms. They kind of lived the um uh, the Eladrin that actually lived in the Silverglade, um their 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 ruler at the time was actually very welcoming of uh, of, of different races. He was one of the only Eladrin that was that was sort of welcoming of different races. So that one, yes, cool. Every other Eladrin kind of looked down on every other race that wasn't Eladrin. Okay, cool. History lessons. <laughs> okay. But um, okay. So yeah, Kaluna. <laughs> I guess Kaluna's going to just watch everyone else do this shit and sort of <laughs> they're going to clutch their totem even tighter and they're going to look down at Pig just sort of like we're going to die here we're so fucked and then they're going to look over at Merrick and give him the same look Merrick could probably just shrug like yeah probably 
<laughs> so comforting. That sounds right. That's the most comforting thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, probably. If possible, I would like to make a uh, a dungeoneering check in this room, checking out walls and things for any uh anything that might be hidden. Oh, that is that'll okay. So what we'll what we'll have you do is roll a dungeoneering check for me. Um, and this will probably take you a while to find something because it's such a big room, but we'll see. Like, go ahead and roll a dungeoneering check. Ooh. <sighs> Rolled off the eighteen. I was about to say it was an eighteen for just a second. So. You will be looking around. Um, is uh, so. How would the rest of the party react to? Uh, th- it appears as though this place is very haunted. Uh, it, like there, it's not just one or two, you know, ghostly sightings you're seeing. It's it, it's kind of like popcorn. It's it's coming on all around you all of a sudden. Can uh, Kalina yeah. apologize profusely to the ghosts for everyone fucking with their shit? You sure can if you'd like. They're going to do that just quietly and elven just sort of mumbling to themselves like god we're so sorry we're so sorry everyone else is an asshole please don't hurt us <laughs> um as soon as orden would to would try to to search for stuff around the the room and i know it's pretty big i think merrick would probably try to to do the same in whatever other direction just to sort okay. of cover more ground so, so i'd, I'd like to pick the opposite end yeah kind of okay um do me a favor roll the engineering check so it's going to be a while. I, I would say Orden and Merrick would spread out and kind of divide this place in half at the very least. Just, just, just poking and prodding and looking around. Down one of these stacks in particular, one of these, uh, one of these columns of, of books. Eventually, Merrick is going to stumble across something that uh, looks looks slightly out of place. It's going to be uh, like a brick. Uh, that doesn't uh, like a stone that doesn't quite fit the rest of the motif here. It's a, it's slightly darker in shade. Hmm. Does Merrick still have his six foot pole? He sure does. Poke at it. Poke that brick. Okay. Um, that brick is going to ever so slightly after after Merrick pokes it. It's gonna it's gonna slide back. It doesn't appear to be tied to a mechanism. Um, but it does appear to move uh, fairly easily, so it wasn't mortared in place or anything like that. This was the, the, like that that whole little section of wall appears to flex just a bit around that brick. Hmm. Uh, what does it look like would be possible to do with this? Like to push it, to pull it, to what it looks like to you is that this was a section of the library that someone maybe put something in or hit something in and then stacked these uh, stacked the stones to make it look like a solid wall when in reality this this little section uh it looked like someone meant to either uh, come back one day or uh maybe put something here later something like that but this is very movable is it does it look movable like you know like just grabbing a few things and pushing would do it like or would it need a little bit, little bit more force? Um, these are these are kind of like heavy. It looks like like the stick definitely jabbed uh, the, the the one brick. And what you might be able to do is kind of really give it a give it a nice punch or kick something like that and cause like a little mini cave in. Yeah, around that area. That's what I'm thinking. Like that. That's what I'm thinking. You right? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. But do we need something that force punchy? <laughs> yes. 
Could you? Um, you're not going to be able to punch it with your fist. You'd say, like maybe if you you reeled back and like you were trying to kick in a door, like maybe. I bet if, if I really tried. <laughs> let Let me just try for just a second, just just okay, as okay. Merrick with with like a like a good solid roundhouse type thing or something, some sort okay. of cool karate thing. All right, well, do me a favor, but but Ooh. you know, carefully. <laughs> okay, a really careful roundhouse kick. Gotcha. Great. Do me a favor and roll an athletics check for me. Uh, I'd rather roll kung fu, but that's <laughs> fine. Okay. So Merrick's going to give it his swayziest kick, mm. and his his boot. You're like I would say the party's going to hear this from from around the library. His boot is going to collide. Uh, with this stonework and that uh, the darker brick is going to push back just a bit but the rest of this wall isn't going to give too terribly much it, it appears like the weight sitting on top of it is just it, it's just it's probably a bit too much uh, yeah he's going to like dust himself off for a second and he's going to he's going to point at Thantos and and do the come here punch okay it's <laughs> <laughs> the thing i do um Santos will come over and probably seeing what you did can infer from context. And I would like to charge. Go right ahead. Merrick's going to just uh, kind of give like a, you know, like. I get it! I never okay, get you're it! You're going to do half damage. Fucking charge! Seriously? Can I charge again? No. Can I just let this one wear off and recharge? Like if I'm like, ah, oh, this is a shitty charge and this is not time constraint. Well, the way it works is, like, you don't, like, while you're charging, it's not like you feel, like, how that's going to be. It's more just, like, you just do it, that's and those are the results. What if, Orden, what if Orden grabbed Thantos and threw Thantos while <laughs> Thantos... That is, we've done this before in the show. Right. Uh, that is perfectly doable. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> no questions. Or thing here. <laughs> um... Do me a favor and just roll roll damage on a force punch. Okay. See if it's not. If the wall's not going to fight back. Did okay. half of that to the wall. Eight um, damage. Thantos is going to reel back and punch, uh, I'm guessing, toward the darker brick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's like fist level. Um, and uh, this brick is going to slide back, like, forcefully, just like, poof, and just fly back. Um, and there's going to be, like, this poof. Uh, of air and dust that kind of comes out of it after a second, like after this brick, uh, after this this big piece of stone hits the ground. Um, and the rest of the, uh, there, there's going to be a hole and the rest of the wall is going to flex backward just a bit. Um, and that is all that's going to happen. So she did knock this one stone, uh, this one, this one stone. Um, when you say brick, what size is it? Because I'm picturing like brick, brick, and I don't think that's the right size. Yeah, no, uh, picture like double the size of that, like a, okay. like a big piece of stone. That's why I keep changing it to stone because it's not quite a brick. Gotcha. Like, I think the same lay is like a brick, like rectangular and stuff, but bigger. All right, but the rest of it could come down if she didn't hit it like a fucking bitch. Pretty much. All right, she's gonna notice this and. Go again. Okay. Without pause. Like, she's just gonna, like, see that she fucked that up and just be like, fucking shit, and then go again. <laughs> that many, but normal, because she didn't charge. Again? <laughs> yeah, it's the same number. Yeah. Um, this time, there's gonna be a much larger hole. One that 
uh, it's just pretty much big enough for Thantos to step through uh, if she wanted to. Uh, you'd have to kind of raise your leg, but yeah, it, like these bricks are going to go, uh, these big pieces of stone are going to go flying backwards, and, and it's going to be just a tiny bit uh, jagged, uh, where some of these stones have been knocked, you know, uh, like to pieces. Uh, and again, more more dust, like like um, is just going to come flying back out, and it's going to kind of coat the party a bit. Um, everyone, do me a favor, roll perception. The air is much staler. Here, like corpsey, um, Merrick and Corey are going to smell death in the air. Uh. Now, after that settles for just a second, the party is going to see that this opens up into a thin corridor, um, and appears th- th- there's uh, there's sconces on the walls for torches, and looking as far as they can see. With their own torchlight, they're going to be able to see that this stretches back a bit. But in the center of the aisle is this gorgeous, uh, this gorgeous chest. Uh, it looks to be decorated with, uh, with like silver etching, and it does appear to be sealed and right in the middle. You'd have to step around it to get to the back. What's in the back? That's a little tough to see from here. Uh, Phantos will. God damn it. God damn it, Santos. Santos will go inside. Every, every part of my body is like, no, check for traps. But Santos punched the hole, so she's right there, and she'd walk inside. Um, stepping around the chest? Yes. Okay. Like, she does not give a shit about that chest. I love stepping past the thing that might be valuable to get to whatever is in the... I'll take the box. <laughs> <laughs> well, Santos would be walking down this corridor a bit. And as, as she moves further toward the back, that smell's going to hit her nose strong. And this corridor's going to open up. Mm-hmm. And what it appears to be is a mausoleum of sorts. There are going to be bodies, um, very, very reverently, very, uh, you know, respectfully uh, stacked. And, and sort of covered in, uh, in in sheets. Just looking. Do me a favor. Give me a perception check. Hey, that worked. Cool. Okay. The one thing that Thantos is going to take away from this is that these bodies were not all put here at the same time. Cool. I honestly thought you were going to say the one thing Thantos is going to take away from this is that these people are dead. <laughs> No, it's not quite that low. They're fucking dead. <laughs> so dead, guys. Don't worry, guys. I found the corpses. Everything is okay. Sweet. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Merrick's going to come in right behind. Um, can, can he fit in? I mean, I guess he could probably squeeze oh, yeah. in. Oh, yeah. Santos um, made a specifically Thantos-sized hole just to find the rest of you. Like Thantos-shaped <laughs> arms and legs. Like perfectly in the wall. Very tiny. squeeze, but yeah, like it just kept it like ducked down, like getting into a car that's too small yeah. for you. Are there are there torches on the walls, like unlit torches or anything like that? Just sconces. Just sconces. Okay. Um, Merrick's gonna check out the uh, this this chest. Would Kaluna be close enough to see this happening? Oh yeah, Kaluna's going to like 
try to make him not do that. You know, like rushing, like no, 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 no. Well, to to be clear, Merrick's not reaching for the chest or anything like that. He's just checking it out to see what's what what the deal is. Okay, um, then they would they would be more chill, but they would still sort of like scoot over to the yeah. chest, just sort of as a deterrent. Oh yeah, and I think I, Merrick would be like, no, no, it's, it's like I'm like uh, checking it out, like keeping his hands away from it, just checking it out. Um, is there anything other than what you've already said that that was is noticeable without touching or messing around with it? Uh, it doesn't look like these bodies were were put here with. Um, it looked to be a very no frills type of burial service. It looked like they they had their their clothes on their back, and then they were they were covered with a sheet, and then that was pretty much it. Um, there's no there's no coffins. There's no um, there's no huge decorative weapons or gold or anything like that. It's a very very um, like a peasant's death kind of, but 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 very respectful. They're all, like, given their own proper space. Like, they're all spaced out, and they're, they're all very, you know, yeah. Um, the chest itself is set in the center of the walkway. You kind of have to scoot around, uh, if you're any larger than Thantos, to kind of get around it. Like, it's it's almost placed not as a deterrent to move in or as a barrier, just as, like, you can't miss it. Hmm. I'm really intrigued by the chest. Um, is there is there a... a, a like a latch or a lid or anything like that specifically that, that, that looks like it should be checked out specifically. There appears to be no lock on this chest. There is a lid. Okay. The worst kind. I know. So he, Merrick's going to kind of, I, I think Kalun is probably just right there. Kalun is, uh, he's going to like stand back a little bit and he's going to use uh, his stick to, to see if he can lift the lid. Can Kaluna, like, spat at the stick? It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, no, stop it. Exactly. Merrick will do the, like, the Yoda, like, like whack, whack, whack. <laughs> Just kind of like, okay. Do me a favor. Both of you roll an athletics check. <laughs> Uh-oh. This is going to end really well. <laughs> Merrick is going to be just a little faster on the draw than Kaluna is. Like, I imagine he's just standing there and he's internalizing what he's going to do and then just like, bah, 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 like, just like whack at the chest and Kaluna's seeing him raise his stick. What the fuck are you doing? Like, just like swatting at it, but just missing the stick each time. It's that exact tone. Okay. I'm assuming Merrick expected it to happen. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he knows the party he's traveling with, and it's like, okay, I gotta do this thing before the little one jumps in front of everything, and the, 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 then Kaluna tries to stop me from doing, okay, so, on the third whack, this chest is going to open, like the, the lid's gonna pop backward, and it's going to do so with, with a creak. And I would imagine the two of you are just kind of just, just like waiting for something to to just like either jump out or flames everywhere, something like that. Yeah. And nothing's going to happen. Oh my god, that's worse. is going to sort of slowly look over at Merrick. So the lid's not off, right? Like it's just opened up a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's gonna take the stick and just kind of continue opening it, like swing it open. <laughs> Okay. Um, it is going to swing open all the way, uh, and it is on a hinge, so it's it's going to reach the maximum amount of open. Do me a favor, roll a perception check. 31. 
this chest appears to be largely empty. And are you going to kind of look inside, or is it you're just keeping your distance? Keeping distance, but kind of, like, peeking over. Okay. Um, Merrick, just, just from the torchlight, is going to catch this... Just, just this faint glimmer. And it appears as though something, something metallic is in this chest. Kalun is going to give Merrick a look like, don't do it. Don't fucking do it. Uh, Merrick sticks his head and hands straight into the <laughs> chest. <laughs> his feet just kind of kicking in the back, like a little, yeah. little link opening a and chest. And then it turns out it was a mimic. And, uh. <laughs> right. That's what I've been expecting the whole time. Um, no, uh, just, Whatever it takes to get a closer and closer and closer look. Just sort um, of like maybe taking a stance like he could back up any time, but just like leaning. Yeah, I mean, and okay. then and then you know rebalancing, and then maybe getting a, like another inch or two or yeah. whatever whatever it takes to be able to see what what's going on here. There appears to be a bronze, like a very highly polished bronze uh, cylinder, like a tube, and that appears to be the lone object in this chest. Um. Merrick's going to look at Kaluna. Is anybody else sort of hanging out with this? Yeah, what would the Have rest they... of the party be doing here? Well, we I'm just chilling this. with corpses. I don't okay. know what you guys are doing. I'm uh... So corpse party in the back. Ah, oh, best game! Sorry. <laughs> Did that just for you. Thank you. Uh, Orton will be just hanging back watching this unfold with the chest. Mm-hmm. Okay, by the time... So, and Merrick's, Merrick's pretty pretty much sure there's nothing else in there other than what he can see and that's that's that 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 too um yeah if he's pretty sure there's nothing else in it he's just going to grab the tube hold up okay hold up <laughs> i want to fight him can i do like a <laughs> can i do like a reflex or something do me a favor both of you roll an athletics check again <laughs> this is my favorite oh got it <laughs> Okay, so Merrick's going to reach for this 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 tube, and Kaluna's going to—I would imagine—just like grab his hands, just like, no, no, stop. Yeah, exactly. Um, are you going to explain to him why he should stop? Yes. Um, what exactly is there anything specific that is supposed to happen, or is it just generally like bad juju? Well, it's it's. So the legend is about this old Aladrin uh, prince and king and stuff like that. But essentially it breaks down to don't fuck with dead people's things. That's essentially what it's just, you know, nothing but bad can come from it. All these items are, you know, could be cursed or or something. Like the, the Wildin are very kind of superstitious people when it comes to that. My God, what a shock. <laughs> yeah, Kaluna's just going to look him like dead in the eyes. He can't really tell, but they're going to look him dead in the eyes. <laughs> and they're going to say, Bad shit will happen. Uh, but, listen, we're, we're, we're at a very special place that we probably should never have been able to even find. And we've got to find every bit of information we can about the seal and the demons and everything. And... This is as safe as a place of, I mean, who's, there's a bunch of corpses over there, right? Uh, these are our friends that are, that are Kalina traipsing. Is up. going to like grab his face and just like, you know, just pull him close and say, bad shit will happen. 
Kaluna, <sighs> I've got to know what's in the tube. <laughs> Kaluna's going to just... They're going to move their face, like, down, like they want to put their head in their hands, but their hands are busy. <laughs> they're going to say, Merrick, Merrick, we have already gone through their things. We have seen them walking around. Merrick, bad things are already going to happen. Why? Why would we do worse things? The way I see it, we've messed with their stuff. Okay, I get that. It's probably not a great idea. This isn't theirs specifically. This is some sort of ritual thing or something. Somebody else left this behind. Maybe it's a note. Maybe it's actually, listen, uh, this is right in the way of trying to get to the to, to our, our, our deceased friends back here. Maybe this is like the, the intro. Maybe you're supposed to pick this up. Maybe you're supposed to check it out. This isn't like digging through a dead person's pockets. What if it's, what if it's, they're, they're clearly like struggling with the word. What if it's got bad, bad magic? If it's got bad magic, and I'm sure there's a lot of stuff in here that does, um, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Kalina looks exasperated. Like, this whole time they've looked... They've looked afraid on some level. But now they're just completely just done with him. <laughs> we'll just deal with it. They're going to throw their hands in the air, and they're going to look down at Pig, because they have not, they have not dismissed him at any point. We're just going to deal with it. We're just going to deal with it. Fine. Fine. And they're going to walk away. Not necessarily leave the room, but they're going to walk away. Just okay. just talking in Elven to Pig, like, we're just gonna we're just gonna fix it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> does can <laughs> can Merrick does uh has Orden seen this as well? Like has he seen the uh the, the tube probably at this point? Uh I don't think I can actually see the tube from where I'm standing. I'm still like back by the entrance, so I right, haven't right. approached the chest. Okay, okay. Um, Merrick's going to sort of motion towards the chest, and he's going to look at Orden like, check it out. I will come up to the chest. This object uh, appears to just be one singular tube, and there appears to be little brackets so that it's it was it was set in here so that it wouldn't roll around. Um, it doesn't appear to be the same width of the the chest so it fits in here really nicely um, and it looks to have little uh, little caps on the ends of it uh, so it looks to be some sort of container yeah I gotta I gotta get this <laughs> <laughs> um Merrick's gonna look at Orden and I'm taking it go ahead don't stop me I'm not planning on it alright Kaluna will watch very angrily and still I'm gonna, exasperated. I'm <laughs> Just take ready, this. ready for the I told you so. so. Um, Merrick's gonna look, he's gonna be staring at Orden in the face as he reaches down <laughs> and grabs the tube. <laughs> 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 Basically, this is Mer- Merrick just being completely frightened and he's just like playing it out. But he's gonna grab the tube. This tube has some weight to it. Um, this appears to be clearly for the protection of whatever's inside this thing. Now, I'm guessing Merrick is going to sort of unscrew one of the caps. 
he's going to take a look at the tube and see if there's anything special about it. But, you know, it, unless there's any particular marking or anything else to it, I think he would do exactly that. It's decorative, but it doesn't appear there's any uh, any any inscriptions or writing anything like that. Okay. Um, it does appear as though you could swing this thing like a baseball bat against the stone walls of this place, and probably not do a hell of a lot of damage to it. Hmm. Uh, can I do any sort of like an arcana or or anything like that before opening it up, like just to get a sense of what this probably is? Sure, if you like. Arcana. Yeah, I'll try it. Fifteen. I would not say that Merrick's connection to the arcane is is legendary necessarily, but he can pick things up once in a while. He's picking off. He's picking up some serious mojo from this thing. There is something very powerful inside of this container. And Merrick unscrews the lid. <laughs> Two objects are going to be inside. Uh, one appears to be uh, a note, scrawled, uh, and sort of tucked away just inside the just inside the cap. So after you unscrew it like that, that's going to be kind of peeking out first, and then rolled very tightly next to that appears to be a decorative scroll. Mm-hmm. Into it. Um. Okay. Well. Yeah, I think so. Miracle just sort of shake everything out to make sure he, you know, that there's nothing else in there. And I think That's he'd it. go he'd go for the note first. Okay. So I'm just imagining Merrick would probably take the tube with the scroll still in it, mm-hmm. and put it under his arm, like his armpit, while he mm-hmm. like he's he's doing this thing. And he's going to read out loud to everybody. I'm the last one now. I've watched them die one by one. Soon it will be my time. I hope this object does someone some kind of good one day. May the gods have mercy on us should they ever be free. Keeper Terrence. Terrence? Merrick's going to look around. Have we heard that one before? Hmm. Who the fuck is Terrence? So, but the way you said that, it was like, Terrence? What a fucking loser, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of that guy. Who names their kid Terrence? <laughs> okay, so Miracle sort of crumple up the note a little bit and, you know, like grab the tube again and shake out the uh, the, the scroll just to get a sense of it. Okay. Like read the introduction or something. Who's uh who's who's standing near near this? Oh near. Like who's watching? Like who's within eyesight of, of Miracle? Definitely Kaluna. Are the corpses mm-hmm. within eyesight? Um, I would say looking back down the hall, you'd be able to see Merrick, yeah. Then yes. Okay. And I imagine I'm still at at his uh, right hand, basically, like right off to the side. Okay, everyone do me a favor, roll a perception check. Good. Ooh, yeah, okay, we're getting some good ones. Oh, yeah, okay. Everyone is going to watch Merrick take this scroll out of its container, and I'm imagining he's kind of unfurling it a bit. Uh, Yeah, just, you know, like... Not like okay. reading it out loud, but just checking right. it out, see what it might just be. Just looking at it, just sort of reading it silently. Now, this thing is very, very, very decorative. Uh, there, th- this um, it would appear as though whatever's written on the scroll appears to probably have some some 
monumental importance, uh, considering how much effort and time. This isn't just like a grocery list someone scrolled down or something, you know. This is, this is something important. And Orden, Corey, Merrick, and Kaluna, I would like all of you to do me a favor and roll a history check for me. Actually, Thantos too. You're, yeah, that just crossed the threshold. Everyone roll a history check for me. So good at history. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm not from this continent, okay, guys? <laughs> I, I, I am, and I got an eight. You're lucky we speak the same fucking language. Let's just go. This is interesting. <laughs> Corey is going to be the only one among you who knows what this is. And this is an object of tremendous importance in Theria. Uh, many people believe that this object is uh, completely made up. Uh, that a lot of people around campfires at night tell each other about stuff like this. No one knows exactly how long ago, but a very long time ago, there were seven scrolls created, and at one point they were just lost track of. And it is said that if someone were to read these words aloud, it casts a spell of resurrection that is guaranteed to bring someone back from the dead. No matter how long ago they died, or what condition the body is in, as long as you have the body, you can bring someone back from the dead. Dang! Would Would Corey share this with the group? Um, yeah, I think when she realized what it was, she would immediately relay that information. Kalman is going to look up at the ceiling. Santos is going to walk back in, um, like, away from the, the corpses that she was having the most fun with. Um, <laughs> and kind of just stare at the scroll. Not saying anything, but just stare at it. So, Merrick may be holding one of the most important items in Theria right now. Oh, yeah. Does it only break the one time? Mm Mm-hmm. It is a one-time use object. That sounds kind of garbage. I don't know, guys. (laughs) Merrick is going to very carefully put it back in the tube, (laughs) screw the lid on, and uh, I guess he'll put it in his pack. Like, I'm keeping this. Uh, Well, shit. Anybody have anybody they want to bring back real quick? Pretty much everyone in there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, not Kaluna. <laughs> hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Um, just for kicks, uh, is there any sense of anything else in the in that chest, like a, a false bottom or anything like that? Mm, do me a favor, roll it engineering. I mean, while we're standing there, twenty four. Doesn't appear as though there's anything else hidden. That that is an object of crazy importance. I mean, what else would you hide? Exactly. Where would you hide something even more important? And that would be underneath <laughs> something very, very important because Some no one would ever think super chest. <laughs> That's exactly where I would put something like that. 
Um, in okay, the false Mer- bottom of the chest is yes. the secret to ending the demon war. <laughs> the end, everyone. I think it's a good time to wrap up the show forever. Yep. <laughs> everyone do me a favor, roll perception. Uh, okay. Oh. Mm. Wow. Okay. Delicious wow. crit. <laughs> Kaluna, thank you for actually having eyes. That was cool of you. <laughs> Kaluna and Merrick are going to hear a noise. And what it sounds like is a stack of books falling over. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, and that sounds like it's coming from the uh, the table area, like that reading area of the library. So it is back to the way you came. I imagine Kaluna can't see it if they just poke their head out of the hole. You'd have to kind of like walk your way back out to see because you're you're kind of in that maze of, of corridors of books, like bookshelves. Oh yeah, Kaluna's not going alone. Okay. Yeah. No, like, no. they'll turn around, but they'll like, no. no. I think uh, Orton will be leading the charge out of this little, uh, yeah. little room. Yeah, um, Merrick will be close behind too. I mean, just like with noises and things with, and shit going on, I think it's just about being on red alert all the time. Let me ask you guys a question. Would this be getting to any of you that, like, psychologically, would it be getting to any of you that it's not a physical problem you can necessarily hit right now? It's just <laughs> kind of constantly, like, like shadows and apparitions and shifting and noises. And there's it nothing... has kind of been bothering Kaluna the entire time, okay, actually. I... It hasn't just... sunk in the Thantos that she can't punch them yet. <laughs> <laughs> She's still fully convinced that she could punch them. I'm pretty sure... <laughs> Merrick is, is thinking... That actually, that's good news. It's like, well, there's there's nothing that I can do about it, right? Like, I can't hit anything, so it's probably it's I might as well just ignore it in a way. But I think that's probably just um, his defenses. <laughs> like, he's probably freaked out. Okay, I Thanks. think Orden feels a little immune to this. I mean, like, there's no threat to Orden at the moment because it, it kind of what uh, Merrick was saying, like, in a way. If we can't touch it, it can't touch us. So the thing with Darmok behind the the shield was also like, okay, like this is a threat, but everything doesn't nothing feels immediate right now. See, See? Jason, you have a problem because everything in Theria is so fucking scary that everyone's like, ah, oh, phew, it's just ghosts. No, no. Oh, no, I'm not I'm not setting out to scare you. I'm just questioning. I'm just asking, like, what would the party be thinking at this point? See, just Kaluna went into this already, like, going into a dark, scary place. It's going to be the worst thing ever. And then it's like, hey, look, there's also ghosts. That's cool, right? And then the ghosts make noises and Kaluna's already jumpy. So it's just, it's, it's the worst. They're, they're having a very bad time. Uh, so yeah, we're freaked out, but yeah. we're cool. <laughs> just we're cool. wondering. <laughs> Uh, so, are we going to sort of head back in the direction of, uh, of where we heard some books falling? I mean, I think, honestly, Merrick would be more interested in, is there going to be more of a soap opera playing out than, <laughs> you know, like so, some other thing, some other clue or something like that? As you as you make your way back to the open area of this library and you see the, the, the seating and stuff, do me a favor, everyone roll a perception check. Hey, I didn't blow that one. <laughs> hey, I was the best. What do you mean, noticing things? Uh, Go, Thantos. Thantos and Kaluna and Merrick. Um, The same blonde-haired man 
the the young the younger looking guy. Like he looks like a like late teen somewhere in there. You're gonna see him walking, um, and it appears as though he came from the seated area that you you were all at when you were discussing the Dormach situation. And it looks like he's walking to the far end of the the living space. And he's going to bend down to the crumpled mess of a bed. And then he's going to stand up and disappear. All right, I know it's up. Let's go check for the note. Straight to the bed. Mm-hmm. As you guys are... Uh, so you're walking to it. Okay. As you guys are walking back past the, the seating area, do me a favor. Everyone roll a perception check one more time. Uh, Merrick, Orden, Corey, Thantos, and Kaluna. As you guys are walking back past the uh, the seating area where people would read, and remembering the layout of everything and, and how everything was, you remember the note that you found sitting there? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be sitting at the table again. Mm-hmm. Just a little, just a little, just a little. Wait, factual did we thing. have that? Like on our person? Um, checking. I, I would imagine you'd check just after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you still have the note. There just appears to be a duplicate copy sitting exactly where. Um, Guys, we've tracked down renewable energy. <laughs> <laughs> paper forever actually if the universe is creating new matter and it's expanding this is a bigger problem (laughs) oh this is way worse than Darmok here we go again thinking uh, thinking back this is exactly where uh, the young lady was sitting Just, just, just a little hey there you go um, and looking you, at the note, it's the exact same note? Duplicate. Like, uh, down to everything. The handwriting is Talks identical. Smiley face dots on the eyes and everything? <laughs> <laughs> the little heart-shaped periods? Yep. That someone turned into penises? <laughs> <laughs> someone, I mean. Or butts. Or butts. <laughs> butts are easier. Butts are way easier. Yeah. Are you continuing to the living area? Yes. Okay. Shh, yes. Yes. Well, going back to the crumpled bed, there didn't appear to be anything there before. I would imagine you give the place a once over, but now there appears to be another note. Another note. Spooky. Grab the note. Grab the note. All right. Here you go. Uh, Merrick reads from the note. Uh, Before you leave tonight, can I see you one last time? I'm sorry about what happened the last time we spoke. I didn't mean to raise my voice. I just feel trapped. In every sense of the word, I feel trapped. I know you're leaving tonight after everyone goes to sleep. I also I also know you. You wouldn't leave without writing something to the group first. You were always the most thoughtful person I'd ever met. After you write your letter, come see me by the East Corridor. I need to kiss you one last time. Joshua. Kaluna's going to wrinkle their nose. That bitch died. That bitch is so dead. Before you find your freedom, do one last thing. It usually means it's dead. <laughs> but now I kind of want to go to the East Corridor. Well, yeah, that's obviously where we go next. Yeah, so let's so go I'm not East... concerned about Darmok, though. Like, we're just Dar- gonna... <laughs> this is... This is Pretend a... that's not a thing. Well, the good news is he's trapped in a bubble. 
And I'm that's the best place I've ever known Darmok to be. <laughs> he's always safe when he's trapped in things. Totally. I think that's probably a good time for us to stop for the evening. Oh, but I want to go to the corridor. The corridor. No, it's fine. We do have a Darmok to think about. There's a lot of things to think about. Um, honestly, I could spend hours in here with you guys. <laughs> I keep going. <laughs> I, I know there's a door I really want to check out. I okay. This is gonna this is gonna take a couple of sessions. I to get think through so. Anyway, so how fucking selfish can you be? I know. Remember when you asked if any of us had a cutoff, and now you're the one. Do you want to keep going? To get yeah, food. right. No, Do you want to keep going? We can no, keep going. No, I don't no, want to be an asshole. No, no, it's really no, fine. No, go get no. food. Does anyone else remember classic Jason that wouldn't eat ever? Wow. <laughs> right. Back when he cared. <laughs> okay, we're gonna keep going. No, no, I'm no, we're going. We're going. I don't care. No one <laughs> fucking moves. We're going. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I'm moving. Jason, oh. you know I'm just joking, right? I like, know, dude. I know. Okay. It's, it's and truthfully, this is this is such an immense place with so many things to think about that that, that this is kind of like the part one and part two type thing anyway. Like, there's no cliffhanger that has to happen right this second anyway. Well, we'll just keep going later. Well, I I really appreciate you guys sitting down. Thank you. Thank you. This is awesome. You guys have a really important thing. I can't wait I, to I, use it on say... Marcus Santa. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say Santos was eyeing that thing fucking hard. <laughs> I oh just God. trying to figure out who to bring back. I don't think as a group there's anyone. I mean, if Jagzia were here, she'd have a front runner, but uh, that like I don't think there's anyone that everyone in the group knows about that's like yes that one I think everyone has like individuals probably Nathaniel wait no Nathaniel's alive yeah I was I was he's thinking just, um, yeah he's alive what's Strahd Strahd Grace would be the one Jadzia would want back that's yeah. true oh there's got somebody but you don't fucking yeah. um but Eric had a good point hmm? in the ch- in the Skype. Or in the in the fantasy grounds chat. Um, oh, it's closed. <laughs> it's it was uh, earlier when it, it's basically if we could, if we brought Darmok back, he would. Yeah, I saw that. That is a good one. Mm. We'd have to be sure though. Oh, totally. But I mean, just we could, like put him in a jail or something, and just like no more. Fuck you. <laughs> <sighs> Time out. <laughs> We're gonna make you immortal just so you can't fuck with anyone. Well, I mean, honestly, that's Bring like in a vampire. Yep. Easy. That's not a. That's not a bad. They're solved the end of the world. Done. Anyway. Case closed. Obviously, I don't know that it'll work. It was just no, a, no, a no. random a thought idea. that idea, was bouncing though. around when I we do got like it. That idea. It's it's one of those good ideas because it's it's like it could mean it's like a flip of a flip of a coin or something where it's like okay if this works this is gonna work yeah. if it doesn't then we're all really right. really fucked. <laughs> You know what really sucks is I kind of wish that we were like group two and just kind of got it really early on because now we do know how important it is. (laughs) Like they kind of didn't like they just brought back the first dead person they could find. Right. Like that one. Because in traditional D&D, those things just fall out of like 
Right. Like, everybody who sells items, it's like, yeah, I got a few of these sitting around. Whatevs. It's just the, in in theory that is there are seven, and that is it. And you don't know how many left of the seven there are. You know, at least like at least one's been used. The one scroll. So and that really fucking sucks because, like, man, there's so many characters I'd want to bring back to life, but there is no reason to bring them back to life. No, this this is this is going to be this is going to be used for something amazing at some point somehow. Um, I mean, that's your get out of jail free card. That is your one. That is that is it. How how quick is it to use something like that? Could it be used during a battle? Um, it would take a round or two, but yeah. You know, someone did specifically say that Merrick, I don't know why they specified Merrick, but they said Merrick should bring back Todd the elf. I'm just saying. Oh, right. Yeah, no, it can happen. Who's Todd the elf? Todisius <laughs> or whatever. Todisius Silverleaf. Was one off character who ended up dying in the same episode he was put in where he didn't have any lines. Nope. He became very important in the hearts of Group One. Uh, Someone asked me in in the chat on on one of the streams, and I was like, "Why Todd? <laughs> and why specifically Merrick? Why not just any healer?" There's um, so much symbolic uh, stuff. Okay, uh, Jason, you got to go eat. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah. Um, go. I'm. I'm. Really glad to have been able to sit down with you guys, and you got you got a lot to think about, and maybe something to lord over the other groups. I don't know. Maybe it's something you Damn can order with. <laughs> Damn straight. All right, all right, everybody. Thank you. Right. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Uh, hey, everybody. This is Jasper from Group Three. I hope you enjoyed what you just heard. Uh, it was exciting for us, and so I'm sure it was exciting for you. Uh, but there's something more important to talk about, and that is that you need to go check out our website. That's where you're going to find all of the places that you can go check us out, uh, Facebook and Twitter and all of the social media stuff. Um, that would be dandrpodcast.com. Uh, also, it really, really helps us out. It sounds ridiculous, but please, if you could go to iTunes and give us a rating, um, probably something nice, it really does help us out a, a great deal. Also, if you really want to help Dungeons and Randomness, then you need to go to patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R and, you know, throw a couple of bucks in. This helps keep the lights on and things going and make sure that you can get this kind of stuff uh, every week. 